The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 146. Tuesday, January 5th, 2010. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, episode 146. Uh, let's check. <laughs> oh, God. It's been a few weeks. See, I think I'm right. Yes. Yes, you're right. 146. Oh, you think that's a lot of episodes, do you, Prime? Yes, Megatron. (laughs) (laughs) So, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yes. Paunchstevenson.com. I am Rob. I am Giorgio. You are Greg. Uh. I got a few things to talk about. Well, I mean, <laughs> we could start almost anywhere. A uh, lot, a lot of things, a lot of things. This is going to be a very long episode. You hear all or, night. Well, or too short episode. But all right, well, I might as well talk about Avatar. We saw Avatar. Yes. In 3D. In 3D. In IMAX. 3D. Uh, yes. In and there's IMAX. Yeah. So an IMAX 3D. That's a little uh, Paunch Stevenson show inside joke. So this was the first <clears throat> full-length feature film that we've seen in IMAX 3D. We saw Journey to the Center of the Earth last year. Yeah, but that in, wasn't IMAX. No, but that was real. I'm just saying. it's real. It was real D 3D, yeah. the Disney one. Yeah, the 3D was good. Um, the thing I would say about it is... Now, obviously, it's two hours and 40 minutes, the movie. Avatar. Yeah. So, for a lot of people, obviously, it's it's very difficult on the eyes. Yeah, well, when we got out of the theater afterwards, I said, this is the first 3D movie that I've seen that I had to keep taking off the glasses and yeah. rubbing my eyes. because, I, And then I had a headache for about three or four hours after. Some people had a worse uh, effect than Jeez. that. And we were sitting all the way in the side... So our necks were killing us. Well, so you know how in some episodes I say, like, this is the future of movies, this is the future of TV, this is the future of video games, I want everything to be in 3D. I change my mind. Not not if it's going to give me head, yeah, I mean, look, I like it, it's really, really cool, but it it, it was just killing me. Well, it was too long. I think the problem is, and I was saying this at different parts of the movie, is there's there's times where I, I don't know if it was the, the... Let me just explain. We saw the IMAX theater that we saw is what is called digital IMAX. It's the newest IMAX. It's really... It's essentially the IMAX format that allows them to put it into multiplex cinemas. Yeah. You know, regular theaters all over the country. I mean, that's yeah. This was what Garden State Plaza, right? Mall. And, uh, most of the IMAXs throughout, you know, the '90s and and most of the, you know, for many many years were in like museums, planetariums, things like that, yeah. where um, the, you know, you had these enormous screens, these gigantic, you know, one hundred foot high screens or seventy five foot high screens that curved. And that which, they, which I did not like. Well, I liked them because, because we, they distorted the picture. Right, but the thing was they hated they that. curved in the sense that 
you're in like it's like you're in the movie in the sense that everywhere well, you around you is the film. Yeah, the viewer is enveloped in right. the picture. But I agree, along the edges, it's screwed up because along the edges, it's like curved nonsense. Yeah. It's all screwed up. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So this was not one of the curved theaters. Right. It was, just, well, the, it was just the giant screen. Yeah, but the screen is curved slightly. Slightly, slightly. Not so. A, but not enough to distort the picture. Right. Now, the one issue I would have with it is, I don't know if it's because we were sitting all the way at the, the side or whatever, but there are instances where, like, the stuff that would fly at you, because my previous IMAX 3D experiences were on, like, rides, places like, yeah. you know, Disney World or Universal Studios or, or Las Vegas had a bunch, that kind of thing. This was, you know, an actual movie, and... You know, those places that I'm just talking about that had that experience, they were smaller screens. Yeah. But I think it was because we were I was in the center at those, and these were all the way at the side, but... I don't think the center mattered. I don't think that mattered. When stuff flow, like flies at you closely, it was out of focus. I know, because... It was weird, because the trailers that they showed before Avatar were also in 3D. Yeah. And there was a Shrek Part 4, Toy Story 3... Some astronaut thing, some you know, like the IMAX astronaut. The IMAX astronaut outer space one, the 3D was very dramatic. Yeah. There were, like, wires, like, right in front of my face. Yeah, it was and out of focus. I know, but I'm just saying, it was very dramatic. Then with Avatar, it was like... I felt like it, the 3D was good, yeah. but there wasn't any of that dramatic, like... Popping you know, in your face. Popping, like, no. hitting me in the face. No. Because I felt like the movie was, wasn't was filmed for 3D. Well, it was. I mean, it like, technically it was, but I feel like the way, like, the angles of the shots, the action, like, it wasn't set up and directed yeah. as a 3D movie. It was a 2D movie. No, because again... Processed in 3D, so there was, like, that, right. that subtle... Um, depth effect, but there was no, like, whoa, 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 the arrow, like, came right into my eye, oh, man, whoa. None of that. No, because, again, it, it's a, it was, they have to, they have to sell it. I know, to a 2D theater, <laughs> I know, sell. I know. You know, they have to be able to sell But my, so what my point would be is, comparing, now, again, the, the journey to the center of the earth stunk. This yeah, was way it just better. Didn't ha it didn't have a lot of 3D, but what I would say in terms of the technology is, is some people are asking, well, what's better? What's better? Well, I would say is the IMAX is like three, four, five dollars more expensive than the real D 3D. Yeah, it was a few. It was a little bit more expensive. There's no reason for that. And, and, and the glasses are uh, borrowed. So before yeah, we went in the theater. What's the difference with that is? Because with the real D, they have to keep paying to manufacture new glasses. Yeah. This, you take the glasses, you're done, you put yeah. them back in the bin. Yeah. yeah. So it should be even cheaper. That, that's not. That, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. My guess is they do that because... Which is fine. You know, we should be reusing the glasses. Of course. That's fine. Well, but, it's better than the original IMAX glasses, which oh, was the, this gigantic, like... The goggles. Like, coal miner's headset. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was terrible. Attached to the seat. And it had the audio in the headset. Yeah, it was yeah, terrible. Um, as, in terms of the real D movies that I've seen, 
and now this IMAX 3D movie that I've seen. I don't think there's a difference. I think they're both very comparable. We could have just gone to the lo more local theater to us, seen it in real 3D, and, and saved probably $5 or something. Yeah, well, real D. Yeah, the real D, and, and not really seen um, it much been of a difference. Yeah, yeah, it would have been it would have been just as good, I think. Um, what else? Yeah, like like every once in a while, some of the scenes were a little soft, or like the the focus was a little yeah. soft. But overall, I thought it was very sharp. I would say the the three D animation was the best, cleanest, most realistic looking three D animation I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, it was definitely the most convincing, the most polished, well produced, I mean, visually interesting. The Star Wars believable. The Star Wars prequels had very believable three D. They did a very good job uh, with those. I don't know, but this one, yeah, I mean, this one was much, much, much better. But again, but the again, Star it took Wars them six years. The Star Wars was like a desert. Yeah. Some buildings, you know, flying past some buildings. This was like trees, plants, leaves, Everything animals. Was green screened. That's yeah, but. Doing three um, D computer animation of things like nature, like trees and plants and things like that, I think is actually much more difficult to be believable. Well, I mean, they were than to do a building. I mean, it took place in a forest, right? Where... So I'm saying, you know, comparing it to George Lucas's like just buildings. Well, it wasn't just buildings that he did. He did all the space fights. I know. And... All right, so a black background with some white dots on no. it, but. No, but my point is the fact that he that James Cameron in Avatar, it was these very complex um, visuals. Right. Like again, like a lot of nature things. The one place I would say where it really excelled, and where this is, where it's usually, and I think the thought of Star Wars, they did a good job with it too. Was whenever you have the the CGI kind of stuff where it's supposed to be CGI in like a natural, like a live action setting, mm -hmm. they oh they never get the lighting right. Yeah. They always the lighting always looks fake. It always looks absurdly fake. Yeah. And this look I mean, well, you know what? I mean even the Star Trek it looked really good. You know, it yeah, looked Star very, Trek looked good, yeah. Very real. Yeah. But this yeah, it looked I mean the CGI looked uh, very real. Yeah. Now, um, which which like I was going to say given the fact that it was very difficult things to model makes it even more impressive to me. Sure. The fact of how real and believable the whole world was. Well, but again, like I said, it took it also it took them six years or whatever. Well ridiculous amount of what, time. Well you know what? If that's how long it takes, then yeah. it paid Jurassic, off. Jurassic it, Park. Going back to it. I know. <laughs> Jurassic Park nineteen ninety that, that is the bar. Silicon graphics computers yeah, Jurassic Park is definitely the bar, the benchmark. <laughs> but yeah, I think this, I, I think this passed it. Now, in terms of the movie itself, forgettable. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Oh no, it, it was a good. It was, it was good. Fine. It was good. What I would say here's my, one of the things I would say is the sec. God, it was two hours and forty minutes. Well, which was <laughs> just did these guys just yeah. Although I have to say. Two hours and forty minutes. You know, I've complained. We did our King Kong review back in two thousand five, December. Peter Jackson can listen to that. Terrible. Uh, we've talked about the Lord of the Rings movies. That these movies, you know, these Peter Jackson movies are way too long. He needs an editor to cut these scenes down. These scenes go on way too long. The movies are too long. This Avatar movie 
two hours and 40 minutes, I honestly didn't feel like it dragged. No, you know, it's actually, if if you were to look, the uh, James Cameron <clears throat> movie, The Abyss, which he did back in, I don't know, 1987 or something like 86. Yeah, it was late 80s. Which was very good, and I like it. I never realized one day, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching it. It was on some cable channel. And I didn't realize it. It's like, that movie is like two hours and 30 minutes. Wow. And it's like, what the? I never even realized that. Yeah. You don't really realize it. it. It did not drag. I never found myself sitting in the seat like, okay, <laughs> get on with it. Get, like I was with King Kong. I was well, like, was, all right, get on with it. It was painful only in the sense because, again, we were sitting on the side. Nah, I, I didn't mind. I mean, I, I, the only thing that annoyed me was the stupid idiots that kept getting up uh, and down going to the bathroom. But Oh, because these people bring these stupid, like, toddlers who can't, yeah. you know, they have to go to the bathroom every hour. So, visuals I thought were awesome. Yeah. The 3D was fine. Again, nothing dramatic, but it was okay. Um, the story I thought was fine. The characters were, were good, likable. Again, comparing it to Peter Jackson, <laughs> comparing it to Michael Bay Transformers. Oh, what the, come on. I said, you know, even George Lucas, the Star Wars prequels. I said, this is how to make an epic movie like this. There's no dragging. The visuals um, are good. The battle was good. The story was good. The characters were likable. Right. The character designs were visually Likeable. Well, I mean, that's, that's that's what James Cameron has done with things like Titanic. So, could you imagine if James Cameron had done Transformers instead of Michael uh, Bay? The Transformers would have looked likable. They I would know. have looked good. I know. Ah, why couldn't he have done Transformers? They can't afford him. Michael Bay. Well, the time that this guy was doing Avatar, Michael Bay did two crappy Transformer movies. Which we ripped apart for about two years straight, and now Avatar, we're actually saying good things about. It. Well, here's what I would say. Here's what I would what I would say about Avatar that I didn't like was the last third of the movie. There was all these really obvious, blatant, um, so, like societal statements. Yeah, you know, anti George Bush, <laughs> anti Dick Cheney. I don't know, Dick Cheney is a piece of garbage, but yeah. It just, it didn't, it wasn't necessary in the movie. I mean, it's like... Yeah, they could have been a little bit more subtle with the overall message. You Re know, you know mean, respect nature. Yeah. Stop conserve, Yeah, stop, stop, stop mindlessly <laughs> killing everything. Stealing and Stealing their land. Knocking everything down, trees, and, you know, but it just, like, just calm down. Right. That was the overall message. Just calm down. Um, I mean, you know, it's... It was good, but... As I was watching it, I was making notes to myself in my head, and I said, you know, look, the movie's good, but if I were making the movie, I would have done it a little bit differently. I would have done it more 80s style. And by that, I mean, okay, spoiler alert, but <laughs> spoiler. basically... The military wants to destroy or knock down or whatever this planet, kill all the people, and take this this uh, precious metal because it's very valuable. So um, they send the soldier to like you know control this other body they have. They call them avatars. He ends up becoming friends with the people, and now he doesn't want to 
like infiltrate them anymore. He's genuinely their friend. Well, it was Dances with Wolves. Yeah, it was a complete rip off. Says. It was a complete rip off imitation of Dances with Wolves. So I so what happened was the um the military's like, "Oh, well you're their friend now. Well, we're going to kill you and the people." So then they like attack them and then the people don't trust them anymore. It's like this whole thing. I said they could have cut all of that out. Yeah. When the guy, when the soldier actually became the 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 native people's friends, yeah. and he knew, like, oh man, this means the military's going to attack now. Here's what we do, and you cut out all that middle stuff. All he has to say is, guys, there's two clans of humans. You know how there's two clans of you. There's multiple clans of you. There's two clans of humans. There's the scientists and the people who care, like us. And then there's the people who just attack, the warriors, like those people, the military. Here's what we do. And then you have a montage. And they're making all these, like, vine weapons, and they're pulling leaves off of the trees, and they're... So that when the military comes and the general's like, oh, he thinks he can uh, switch sides and uh, we'll, I'm going to show them fire, boys, let, you know, let them have it. So when they drive, when the military drives their ships and they're like, well, well where is everyone? I, I don't understand. Did they evacuate? Then he yells, attack! And they're all like dropping leaf bombs on them and like, yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, that was done before. It was called Return of the Jedi. Okay. With Which I've box. never seen. Oh, 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 God. I thought that would have been... Like, they would have been prepared ahead of time for the military, and they would have won. Instead well, of they win anyway? They did, but instead of this back and forth, back and forth, they could have just gotten... They could have just, like, cut to the chase and, like, and, and did a surprise attack on the military and beat them. Whatever. That would have been more 80s style, like 18. <laughs> 18. <laughs> With the solar power, the wind power, yeah. the, uh, uh, the ambulance that goes 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, they could have had like a, a solar powered atom bomb. You Murdoch, you moron, we're gonna build a uh, solar powered ambulance going 30 feet. I ain't walking. I pity food to walk. <laughs> I'll throw the bomb with my bare hand. It was good. It, the battle was well directed. You yeah. know, it was like very fast. Like, um, but but here's what I would say though. Again, you're talking about oh, this is how to do an epic movie. In my opinion, it was wait, not. He James Cameron did not go crazy with the shaky cam. No, well, there was no. Well, how can there be shaky cam? It was a fake. I it was know. CGI. No, so. <laughs> hasn't stopped other directors. Well, I know that they're idiots. But what I would say is this was not an epic movie. Some people say it's not. No, it's not an epic movie. It's not. It's not even in the top three James Cameron movies without question. No, but it is an epic style movie. It is, but it it it's not in my opinion. Like just not, the the scope of it. The, you got the whole this big world right. and the big battles, but but it's not. Maybe you can consider it epic style, but it's not going to be <laughs> iconic. No, it's these not. People, no. Some of these people are like, "Oh, this is a game changer." Give it. No, it, the story was boring. It was. I wouldn't say it's one of the big iconic movies of all time, 
but it's but it is an epic movie. Uh, it's in the epic genre. And what is this soul? I'm just saying that this so is, is Lord of the Rings, a, right? But this this is how to do an epic movie, not Lord of the Rings, maybe, which put me to sleep. Maybe it's how to do it in terms or of... or King Kong, which put me to sleep. Maybe it's how to do or it. Attack of the Clones, which put me to sleep. That put me to sleep. Maybe it's how to do it in terms of stylistically, but in terms of well, yes, yeah, exactly. In terms of the script, no, the script was fine. It's it basic. My problem with it is it's a movie that has been done before. It has been done before. Yes, I was thinking. You know, I'm going in thinking that this there's some (laughs) revolutionary idea in this this movie, and it's not. No, 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 no. it's not. No, it it was basically um, a computer animated version of Dances with Wolves. (laughs) And I'm being I'm not making fun. I'm serious. It was a computer animated version of Dances with Wolves. Now Dances with Wolves was like four hours, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was probably it was it was almost three hours. Yeah, that that was good though. It was actually one of the movies that, if I recall, when you bought the video cassette, it came in two cassettes. (laughs) Yeah, two cassettes. Yeah, that was a good movie though. But again, same message, same you know, whatever. The military guy is sent to do a mission. Yes, he ends up liking yes, the people. Yes. He ends up becoming one of them. Yeah. The military doesn't like it, so they try to kill everybody, and then it just—it's a disaster. Right. I liked it though. Good, good for you. Actually, one one look. If I'm gonna nitpick, like we do on the Punch the Unison show, <clears throat> one thing that I thought was maybe like mm, could have been handled a little bit better was the people on the planet were very in tune with nature. They respected nature. And so when the military came, the U.S. military came and, like, started, you know, blowing everything up, the Avatar guy with whatever his name, Jake, whatever, what was his name? I don't know. Jake. Sol- it was uh, Sully, uh, Captain Sully. Sully yeah, Sullenberger. Yeah, Jake Sully. So, um... Lands the plane in the water. So he's like, all right, you know, get your weapons here, take this, and we're going to fight them. And yeah. blah, blah. and that reminded me of He-Man, <laughs> the old He-Man cartoon. There was an episode, and I thank the Saturday Supercast podcast for this. There was an old episode of He-Man where these uh, this, this um, species of rock people, one of them got He-Man's sword, and they were playing around with it, and he's like, Now I am a leader! I have sword! I am leader! And he wouldn't give it back to He-Man, and and these were very peaceful rock people in nature. And so, Duncan, man-at-arms, told He-Man, Oh, you... You're, you're gonna have to fight him for it, He-Man, if you want your sword back. You're gonna have to fight him for it. And He-Man said, No! These people don't know what fighting is, and I am not going to be the one to teach them. Give me my sword and live in peace. I'm going to have to fight him for it. I won't. These people don't know what fighting is. I won't be the one who teaches them. And I thought that that would have been a good idea. the sword back. Uh, he ended up showing the rock guy, like, just because you have a sword, you're not a leader. If you do good things, then you're a leader. Oh, God. But I thought that would have been good to work into the Avatar movie. 
Like these people are all with nature. You use nature to your advantage. Don't just start like you know stabbing the mill. You know, it's I don't know. I just remembered my Charlemagne. <laughs> my armies are the birds. Uh, the, 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 what the heck did he say? The sticks and stones are the birds in the sky. Is that Sean Connery? Yes, it is. Did we pay him a million dollars to be on this um, episode? We should have. <laughs> Check is in the mail. Damn it. So what do you say? Go see it, go rent it, or avoid it? Why? Yeah, I think you should see it. Why not? I agree. Compared to some other movies. I agree. I also saw... It's Complicated. Oh, Why? With Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin. <laughs> I have a two-word review. Good. I like this. And then we move on. It should have been called, It's Painful. Oh, boy. And I'll <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> Who was it? Beryl Streep also? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like yeah, her. She's ugly. <laughs> so we uh, we move on. Um, I had a, a one movie thing I was going to talk about was... Um, I saw this... I think in the past I've talked about Mad Max Four. They were gonna make they were making a Mad Max Four with Mel Gibson. No, apparently these morons are not having Mel Gibson. Well, to their credit, he is a complete maniac. No, who now. cares? It's, it's gotta. But who, he's supposed to be right. Mad Max is, is supposed he's to. Mad. He's mad. <laughs> who in their right mind is going to see this thing without Mel Gibson? And I think they replaced him. <laughs> I'm not. I think they replaced him with this British actor called Tom Hardy, who was in the Star Trek Nemesis movie, which was a disaster, and he was terrible. So it's going to be absolutely oh, horrible. I don't know anything about what him or that. So. What a disaster! Terrible. Is Tina Turner going to be in it? <laughs> Private? No, I don't think so. Right. She's dead. He killed her in the second one. Well, Third one. Man, Whatever. Cares. Second one. Third one. Third one. Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> the Road Warrior. That was the second one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. What about this? You know, we've actually talked about this a while ago on the show. But it recently uh, resurfaced. The Karate Kid Part 5. Oh, it's not Karate Kid. It's Kung Fu Kid. Supposedly. No, it is Kung Fu Kid. But it's like a re, you know, it's like a... a it's idiot Will Smith. It's a redo of the Karate Kid. Initially, it was supposed to be called the Karate Kid. It was supposed to be some sort of remake of the Karate Kid without using the same characters with Will Smith's which, son. Which is completely stupid. I know. With Will Smith's son and Jackie Chan, who <laughs> could not possibly be a serious actor like Pat Morita. <laughs> right. No, no, he could be. No, he could can. be. I've seen some stuff. So, but I that, like Jackie Chan. What happened was they didn't have the money <laughs> to shoot in Japan, so they had to they had to do what the Chinese financiers were telling them, which was they're like, "Well, you're not shooting in Japan," so they had to shoot it in China. <laughs> yeah. And since China does not have karate, it's in Japan. They call it Kung Fu Kid. So there you go. Look, it's going to be horrible no matter what they call it. So, <clears throat> of course, a remake, it's a disaster. And Will Smith is terrible. Well, so is his whole family, evidently. Mm. Yes. Next. All right, next. Um, quick review. We, we 
several, God, month ago or something, month and a half, whatever, we went to the Barcade in Brooklyn, New York. We never talked about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, we were supposed to go see Avatar with Dennis in California. Didn't work out. But, Dennis, when you listen to this, let us know what you thought about it. Does he still listen? Yeah, he still listens. Mm -hmm. Or Esteban, if you saw it, let us know. Joe in Kentucky, let us know. Everybody. Go to paunchstevenson.com. When we, you know, episode 146, post a comment. Let us know what you thought. Yeah. All right, so, Barcade. So we went there. Now, again, I didn't think very much of this place beforehand. I just didn't didn't look like it was... It's been around for several years. This is the first time I went. So we finally went there. Brooklyn. Yeah, we went to Brooklyn. Um, And we unwisely went on like a Saturday night or something like that. Yeah. Which was not wise. Well, what are we going to go on a Tuesday morning? Yeah, you could have went during the could have went during the afternoon. Nah. My suggestion would be go during the afternoon. Yeah, it gets kind of crowded. Yeah, it was absurdly crowded. <laughs> um, yeah. I also didn't like their beer, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, I, well, the good thing is that Barcade is one hundred percent wind powered. Great. Runs one hundred percent on wind power. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm buying that, but. No, it is. All the games were a quarter to play, and it was, they were all the class, you know, old classic games. Yeah, they had over 30 1980s arcade games. Yeah. Early 1980s. Yeah, somewhere mid and late. They had 1942. Mid, yeah, but, yeah, but mostly, uh, well, yeah, that's true. But mostly early yeah. 1980s. Yeah. Frogger, Ms. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Gauntlet. Star Wars. Star Wars, uh, 720... Uh, I'm just rattling them off. What else? Uh, Rolling uh, Thunder. Rolling Thunder, Ladybug. Uh, uh, Tapper. Oh, yeah, Tapper. Berserk. Berserk. Or was it the sequel to Berserk? It was Frenzy. It was? I think it was Frenzy. Frenzy, um, Pac-Man, etc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had OutRun. They had stand-up uh, OutRun. Yeah, a bunch. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. It's kind of a novelty, I mean... I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna go there every day, but, but I mean, if you're actually, if you're honestly, you want to go there and say, hey, I want, you know what, I want to go there, I want to play the games, I would go during the day or something. It's just too crowded at night. Galaga, you said that. They had, no, I didn't. I think Space Invaders too, maybe. I don't remember. Or maybe I'm thinking of uh, Seaside. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what they had. Flashbacks. Well, anyway, yeah, it was a cool place. Am I going to go every night and hang out? No, but once in a while, it's a fun thing to do. It's one of the last bastions of the uh, classic arcading. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's just something fun, different to do. Yeah, it only costs a quarter a game. Check it out. Yeah, so Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, so there's that. Um, and then two, I'm going to come up with uh, two tips for people here. It involves. Uh, 3D and um, oh boy, uh, uh, movies and and downloading uh, videos and I finally got this new PC, of course. And uh, as I was going through the list of programs, Rob was like, "Why do you have Real Player? Who the heck's with Real Player anymore?" I hate Real Player. Well, I don't like it either. So basically, the reason I have Real Player is if you go to anything that is like a Flash movie, when if you install this feature. I'm sure there's there's probably other things that do the same thing. 
So uh, let me just uh, oh God, let's pick anything here. Who cares? And okay. So this little box comes up. It says download this video. Mm -hmm. And when you click on it, it will download the actual Flash video, the FLV file. Hmm. Now, once you do that, you go into the real player, and then you can convert it to something else. It's mo most of it's like it, it. For some reason, it, it's listed by like Xbox 360, PS2, oh. the cell phone formats. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they do have a format. Um, they have QuickTime, but they also have the one format I use, which was. Um, H.264. No, it was, um... God. MPEG? No. AVI? No, no, it wasn't AVI. It was something similar. Hang on. Oh. Uh, okay, real, real player converter. Uh, right, so I might have to install real player now. Is it going to take over my whole computer? No. There's probably some other stuff that... Alright, so I picked Zune because that was the only one that converted to oh. Windows Media File. WMV. Okay. All right. Well, That's let's see what else they have here. Windows Media, Real Apple. Video, H.264, MP3. Uh, what else? What else? That's it. Oh, I, no, I, I deselected them. No uh, MPEG. No. Oh, I see. So it it only lists them by device. Yeah. yeah I don't like that. Anyway, so forget it. What? Shut up. So it, it's it converted to Windows Media File and WMV, and then you can, you know, then you could do whatever. Because what I wound up doing, what I did was I was downloading this old convention footage of Shatner and Nimoy. Oh yeah, and it was in six parts on YouTube. So I downloaded each one, converted it to WMV, and then went into Windows uh, Movie Maker mm -hmm. and combined them into one file. Right. I mean, the file is gigantic. Yeah. Because it was like one hour long, so it was like 600 megs. But, you know, I mean, there's other programs that could then convert that video to some other format if you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But in terms of, because before I was using, like, websites to download movies from Yahoo, uh, Yahoo from YouTube, and it was a disaster. Yeah, like Vixie.net. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that's a slow one. Garbage. So that was nice. Figured that out. All right, Wait. then. Okay. And then the 3D. So, one thing is Rob and I both on our PCs have NVIDIA graphics cards. Yeah, I have a GeForce. Yeah, that's what I have. So, I don't play games. No, I mean, it's so just king the NVIDIA it. has this, supposed to have this 3D vision thing, where you could, like, put pictures and videos, it automatically makes it 3D. Well, it doesn't work. <laughs> that's all that's first of all. I never even tried it. Yeah, it, it, I couldn't get to work. So... Um, there is a way to do it in Photoshop. It's very easy. I saw it on, <clears throat> on YouTube. Basically, you, if you have like a newer Photoshop, like one of the CS versions, and, uh, you know, basically you take the image. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I know from memory, I'll just say it. No, I want to see. I need a picture. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I... Copy the image, I go into Photoshop, I do uh, new, mm -hmm. and I paste it. Alright, yes. so I have one layer in there. So what I do is the original I, image. Yes, the original. Yeah. So I do is I make a copy of that thing and paste it in, right into there again. So now I have two layers. Mm -hmm. So what I do is on the top, the higher layer, the one that's above it, I double click on the layer and the, uh, the layer thing there. Yeah. 
And what is it doing? Okay. Hey, bring up the style. It says layer style. All you do is where it says advanced blending and channels, you just take off the red. Oh. It's, it's red, green, blue. Just unclick the red. Okay. And then, oh, hold on. Well, you got to have 3D glasses. It's the only way to know if it works. Yeah, red and blue glasses. Yeah. Anaglyphic. Anaglyph or whatever. So what you do is you then take that layer and you move it to the right. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and that oh, wait is a minute. cool. You got to, the problem is you got to, yeah, this one's not working well because it's just one image. So? So it's kind of hard to get it 3D. And I'll see. Does that look 3D? Let's see. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's 3D-ish. Not bad, not bad. The only problem is that as you, if you resize or zoom, you know, if you zoom the image, uh, the, the effect doesn't work anymore. It's it's really... Yeah, you have you, to readjust. You would, then, yeah, you would have to readjust it. So that's all you have to do. Cool. And there you have a 3D <laughs> picture. <laughs> Why is it so easy? Well, well, I need to get red and blue glasses, too. Yeah. Um, so that's what you do. Awesome. For the amber and, and blue... It's you probably harder it. because you yeah. got to take different colors out. Yeah, got to take the yellows out. I think. Well, I guess if you took the blue and the green out, well, you'd be left with red. So, I don't know. Anyway, you're taking out red and the oh, I don't know. Well, uh, one other thing that we were supposed to uh, that that Dennis wanted our our uh, <laughs> opinion about. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say. It's on the top of your list there. Oh, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Lawman. Lawman on A&E. Yeah, so Lawman came on. I watched, I don't know, I think I watched like four or five episodes. I watched two. It's really the same thing. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's just boring. It's it's boring. It's It's very contrived. They're really trying to like force, like they're just trying to force the, the action... The weird thing, it's like, all right, so Steven Seagal yeah. is on New Orleans. the New Orleans police. It's it's basically cops, like the TV yeah. show Cops. They drive around, they yeah. talk to people. So Steven Seagal's in the car. But the weird thing is, so they'll get out and they'll be like a criminal or something. And then Steven Seagal will be like, you know, you gotta, you, you gotta be zen. You know, yeah. you, don't, don't be a bad guy. Be yeah. a good guy, yeah. you know. But then the weird thing is if they pull up to a place and there's black people. Talks like a black guy. Then he's all like, hey, 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 my brother, yeah. yo, yo, Dude. what it is with you, man? Yo, why, Jeff, why you be doing that and, hey. and, and whatnot? You know, the, the behaviorosity is, <laughs> is, is, and uh, like, why, what is this guy doing? And then when he talks to like, if why it's is like nobody a, like pointing this out yeah, to and him. And then if it's like a hillbilly, <laughs> he starts talking like a hillbilly. <laughs> hey, what's going on there, boy? What you, what you all doing here? Hey, hey, partner. Hey. You, <laughs> you got to cool your jets. Yeah, it's you, really stupid. Like, what? You, you have to be zen. You know, you have to be... Everything, you know, when when you shoot the gun, you got to do it yeah. in, like, like very zen, like a well, monk. Well, I can't understand is these cops don't know how to shoot a gun, apparently. <laughs> Steve's got to teach him how to shoot a gun. What kind of cops are these? I didn't know he knew how to shoot a gun. Well, the other thing is he, he was doing, then he, like, in most of the videos, he's, like, doing training with them, like, teaching them how to, like, defend themselves, and so he keeps beating them up. 
Yeah, like and he's choking used, them. He uses those like pressure holds and, yeah. and the stupid Steven Seagal. He, he called it something, something he trains in that that blocking stuff where he just starts waving his hands. Oh, the Aikido. <laughs> he keeps keeps waving his arms around, blocking. Yeah, he's uh, he's out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then on one, they're they're looking for somebody. Like they get some call, there's some some woman called or something, and there's no one in the house. Or they think somebody broke into the house and they're still in there. So they're like, but we can't go in the house. So we're going to send these dogs in. I'm like, what the? What? You're sending these dogs in to get shot by this perpetrator? What are cowards? I know. That's the first it's, thing. It's very zen. The second thing is, they kept pulling these people over who did nothing wrong. Well, of course. It was ridiculous. They kept pulling these people <laughs> over. And they did nothing wrong. They're just har harassing people for sake of this TV show. Well, one scene they were driving to, I guess, a crime scene or yeah. something, and the the Steven Seagal's in the passenger seat. Yeah, but he's he like, never whoa. drives. He's like, whoa, whoa, slow, slow down! Wait, wait, yeah. watch! Why? Oh no, wait, wait! You almost hit the car! What? Finally, after five minutes, the driver's like, Steven, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> he is the worst. That's that's not very sad. He's driving around and telling the. The, the 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 other guy that's driving, who's more of a veteran than he is, he's telling him, like, these guys look like they're up to something here. Why are these guys standing out here? The guy's like, it's my house. <laughs> this I'm guy's, watching you. This guy I'm got, watching this guy you. got something in his pocket. And they pull up, like, what you got in the pocket? A gun? Where's that gun? We know you got a gun. He's like, it's my cell phone. <laughs> this guy is terrible. Terrible. All right, well, just, just be zen, okay? <laughs> And then every time when you, you arrest when you put somebody, put the phone back in your pocket. Yeah. Do it, do it like a monk. Every time you arrest somebody, they're like, they're all like pissed off. They got arrested. And they're like, oh wait a minute, Steven Seagal arrested. Yeah, I know. Me. Then they're happy. Yeah. You know who else has a new show? Jesse Ventura. The body. Jesse the body Ventura has a new show on True TV. It's called Jesse Ventura's Conspiracy. I have conspiracy theories about everything. I think that Martians have come and still stolen all of our uh, uh, precious materials and don't give it back. I said, we're going to go to Mars. The government is hiding things <laughs> and the, that it's people in Mars. It's you people in Mars that are saying it. And as I'm talking, <laughs> I'm shaking my head uncontrollably like Jesse the body. But you can only see them if you put on special glasses. Oh, wait, yeah, well, it's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? There's another wrestler. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yes. Wait, there was something... Oh, I saw a commercial the other day. Actually, I saw a couple commercials the other day. Have you seen this? I would think you've seen commercials. The Montel Williams Blender. Oh, he's the Zay. Have terrible. you seen that? He, all the, well, Montel Williams is on these horrible infomercials now. I know! Why? He's a Who loser. is this guy? The Blender? What does that have to do with anything? He's a loser. Montel Williams. Loser. No, but like, no. Uh, seriously, though. If I'm, if I'm gonna buy a Blender, mm. what does Montel Williams have to do with that? Like, how is that going to make me oh. want to buy the Blender? It doesn't. He's a talk show host. I know. I know. So I guess we'll talk about the uh, Transformers DVD. Oh yeah, you bought the box set. Which I, Shout uh, Factory. Yeah, I, I finally bought it. I haven't gotten the GI Joe one yet. It's the GI Joe one, as you saw in the in the store. It's like twenty pounds. Is it's ridiculous. I mean, it's an actual case. 
It was it was metal, like yeah. a metal case, yeah. and it was heavy and very large. I don't know where you're gonna put that. Kind of unnecessary. I mean, even this thing is it, this thing is huge, and it's just like literally half of it is empty space. Well, two thirds. No, I'd say about half. Because just the middle. Yeah, but the middle's like this, so it's like half. Yeah. All right. So it's supposed to look like the Matrix. You know, you pull it open, and I know it looks cool, but it's not very practical. No. It's a bit unnecessary. So anyway, but and if you uh, keep opening and closing, taking the disc out, it's gonna get bent. It's gonna get wrinkled. It's yeah, well, you know, the the corners are gonna get frayed. I don't care, but for someone who wants to keep it nice, uh, good luck. Yeah. Well, they they won't open it. They're nuts. They'll have one that they open and one that they well. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I am the collector. Me, I'm the collector. I have to have two of everything. We have two of everything, sometimes three. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> yeah, so we check, we briefly check those Wait, out. Actually, that's, you have to have three of everything. One that you don't even touch. <laughs> you just keep it sealed. Yeah. One that you open up and use. Yeah. And then another one, in case the one that you open up and use breaks, you'll have another one that you can open <laughs> up and use. A backup. That is the real collector. Yes, the proper collecting. Three technique. of everything, and yes. one is stored off-site. Ooh, that's true. In case the house that. burns oh, down. That's a good point. Forget about that. <laughs> I'm not like that at all. No, ever. Uh, we know some people are. That is hideous. Uh, so we we check those out briefly. Mostly, we're just checking the extras out. Uh, yeah, some some cool stuff. I mean, the extras. Well, several of them are not on the individual discs. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously the best one is the voice cast reunion, which is just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, hearing these guys. Yeah, the Frank Welker yes. doing Megatron. Megatron. <coughs> oh, you can't do Megatron, oh. can you? No, but I can do Optimus Prime. That doesn't sound that like was, Yeah, that was horrible. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was horrible. <clears throat> Michael Bell is very difficult. Sometimes I can do it, though, and sometimes it's just hard. Michael Bell's stuff is difficult to imitate. Well, that's just his voice. Yeah, it's so high. Yeah. Who was it? It was Corey Burton, Michael Bell, uh, who's yeah. the, the older guy? Uh, the, Neil Ross was there. Neil Ross. Jack Angel. Jack Angel, yeah. Frank, Frank Welker. Welker. Arthur Burkhart. Burkhart, who was Destro in G.I. Joe. Yes, Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Dick Gauthier, Gauthier, or whatever his name is. Uh, he was Rodimus Prime. Oh, yeah. I think he's been other people in other shows. Yeah. That's cool. That no Peter time. Cullen, no Susan Blue, no, yeah. uh... Well, Susan Blue was in, in <clears throat> the, on the Sony Transformers movie. Right. DVD. She was in a whole bunch of things. Who was the guy that did Bumblebee? I can't remember. Oh, Dan Gilfs, Gilsvin or something. Gilfs, yeah. He, he was he, interviewed in some of the featurettes. <clears throat> yeah, he was separate. But he wasn't there. And they did talk about Chris Lotta. That was nice. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> Megatron! Jesus. They, uh, they, they, they goofed about that. They goofed about Orson Welles and oh, some yeah. of the jokes they played <laughs> on the director while he burned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in some of the, the yeah, other he, clips. Yeah, in the featurettes. Yeah. And, and that other moron. Not Orson Welles. The moron, I call him, uh, oh, God. Flint Dilly. Looks like a hobo. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. Um, 
And they also talk. Well, they did talk about Peter Cullen. They were joking about him. And they then they also goofed about Scatman Carruthers. And apparently, oh, yeah. all of them can do Scatman Carruthers imitation. <laughs> Except us. No, I can do Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> I can't. Not that hard. Hey, Prime. Hey, Prime. We we got some trouble here on Moonbase One. <laughs> yeah. So that and had the old a lot of the toy commercials, which were good. We I mean, seen I, obviously they were taken off of old VHS tapes. In but some cases, was, YouTube. They were still good, though. So, some of the stuff he took from YouTube, either in this oh. or the G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, they, they still looked good. They had the old PSAs where the Transformers were like, knowing of half the battle. <laughs> you shouldn't ride your bike at night. Mm. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. <laughs> or no, it was it was like a British accent, right? Well, one of them was Bumblebee. Or no, it was like that... that um, Thurston Howell the Third. Gilligan. What character was that? Trax. Yeah, Trax. <laughs> you shouldn't ride your bike at mm. night. Mm. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Mm. Kind of the, almost the Edward <laughs> G. Robinson. Knowing <laughs> well, mm. is half the battle, Shane. Mm. Who's the who did Shockwave? Corey Burton. Was that Was that him? Yeah, I think it was. Could you do that? Shockwave! Yeah. <laughs> Megatron! My, my, mighty Megatron! Oh, oh, help me! Oh, I love that voice. His I voice is that, so cool. I think that guy did it. It's almost the same voice as Perceptor. Perceptor? The Perceptor. British? Yeah, who did Blaster? I don't know if the Wikipedia said... Oh, Buster, Buster Jones. Jones. Who's that? I think, oh, he's, that I think he still does <clears> some <throat> stuff. I think he did some of the newer... He did, He was Doc. In uh, G.I. Joe. Doc? No. And Winston Zeddemore in the real Ghostbusters replacing Arsenio Hall. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of did this kind of voice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm assuming he's not a white guy. I don't think so. Arthur Bird. So what do you think of the DVD? Oh, and the guy that did Grimlock. Hey, Grimlock, say, you idiot. All All right, stop. Arthur uh, Greg Burkhart. Plus, it's fun. Yes. Yeah, he was uh, Destro in the GI. Arthur Burkhart was Destro in GI Joe and Devastator in Transformers. Yeah, he didn't really say much. He though. also played Turbo in Challenge of the Gobots. Ah. Yeah, Turbo had kind of a cool. Uh, who else was there? We got oh, and he was in the old video game Night Trap. Oh my God! Which was absolutely embarrassing. Um, oh, speaking of video games, what Corey Burton said was when he for the Shockwave voice. He said, when I had to do the Shockwave voice, he said, I did, he must have done some of the voiceover for the Tron video game, the arcade game. He goes, I, I did the David Warner. David Warner's an English actor. He was in the Tron movie, the bad guy. Mm. He's like, I had to do the David Warner voice. So he's like, well, I figured I might as well use this. And that's, that was Shockwave. <laughs> that was, I can't that do it. That was Shockwave. It's like that very breathy voice. Yes. David Warner's, <clears throat> David Warner talks very much like this. Okay. Yes. Anyway, um, Jack Angel was in that. He was Astro Train, Ramjet, Cyclonus, following the death of Roger C. Carmel, Omega Supreme, I didn't know that, and Ultra Magnus in the series. Robert Stack. Robert Stack was... uh, So so he did that. Uh, He did that. But I didn't know he was Teddy in AI. I didn't know that. Did you ever see AI? Yeah, it's right. not. Okay. 
Uh, who else? Sorry, uh, Frank Walker's done nine million things. We'll be here forever. Wait, cl- click on Chris Lotta. Why? No, no, no. Because I just I want to see. He did. Uh, he did several voices in uh... Christopher Collins. <laughs> well, the thing that they said about him was <laughs> they kept saying that he sweated. Yeah, he kept sweating a lot, taking out his teeth. <laughs> he was basically a mess, and I didn't wonder why he <laughs> dropped dead. It was a mess. Yeah, yeah, he was a little overweight. It looked like. <clears throat> yeah, so he did. Yeah, I mean, he did Cobra Commander. He did Starscream. I thought he did Wheeljack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, did, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did Spark Plug. Ah, who right. was uh, Spike's father? Corey Burton did Spike. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spike, Spike. I always get them mixed up. Yeah. He also originated the voices of Mo and Mister Burns in The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bell. Uh, where is it? Michael Bell. This guy's done everything. <laughs> well, Duke. From G.I. Yeah, Joe. G.I. Joe. Which is very close to his normal speaking voice. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he did a bunch of uh, the, uh, this, uh, whatchamacallit? Insecticon. Con- Constructicon. Oh, con- yeah, Constructicon. He was Prowl, he was Sideswipe. What's funny, his speaking voice sounds very similar to Duke from G.I. Joe, yeah. the you know the original cartoon. Frank Welker's normal speaking voice oh, is Fred. very close to Fred from Scooby Doo, which is weird because it's this very friendly, hey guy, hey gang, yeah. and then he just busts out Megatron, this yeah, I know. deep He's... raspy voice. He does like nine. That's million. crazy. I know. I'm looking at the Voltron. I'm trying to see and remember who did the characters, but these stupid idiots don't have it. He's Wild also Force. Frank Welker. Frank Welker is also known as the king of the voice yes, of, of yes. the uh, of the animal uh, sound yeah. effects. He can do any animal. So Neil Ross was also there. Neil Ross, of course, was a shipwreck uh, in GI Joe, and he kind of uh, looked like shipwreck yeah. too. <laughs> the <laughs> same facial hair and everything. And in Transformers, he was uh, a bunch of Constructicons, also Springer and Dinobot. Yeah, some other people. Oh yeah, um, Springer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In um, in Voltron, he was Keith, of course. Michael Bell was Lance. Keith was the leader. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bell was Lance. Oh. Pidge, the little guy, was originally Neil Ross, then uh, Neil Ross, then Billy West. Hmm. I don't know. He also uh, Michael Bell did Sven. He was like this. <laughs> Wait, this show only had two voice actors. I know. B. J. Huh. Ward was for the princess. You know, I mean, but that's... Uh, Who's B.J. Ward? Sounds familiar. She's done a lot of voices. Oh, wait, she, she was Scarlet. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. Dark! Oh, that dick. Gothier or something. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't think it's going to come up. Nah, well, Richard. No, Dick Gordier. Yeah, yeah, Richard. Man, this guy's old. 1931, wow. Yeah, well, he was, he was a stand-up comedian, too. Like oh, Chris Lotta, yeah. Yeah, he was Rodimus Prime in the series, and he was Serpenter in the G.I. Joe. Oh, that was him? Wow. Well, I guess so. I can't imagine that voice coming out of him. No. Uh, who else was on there? Serpentor. Oh, Greg Berger, who was Grimlock. Man, you have a good memory. Yeah. In G.I. Joe, he was yeah. uh, the, a lot of the Dreadnoughts. <clears throat> Transformers, Grimlock, Skyfire, Long Haul, and Outback, whoever that is. I don't remember. 
That must use a later character. Done some video games. Duckman. God, oh, Duckman. Uh, oh, God, that show was terrible. Come on, Jason Alexander. Anyway, yeah, so what do you think of the DVDs overall? Yeah, they're very good. good. You know, the quality is good. Um, it's in English, which is obviously nice <laughs> for me. Yeah, I still have the Chinese set. Get rid of that garbage. And what's very nice is they did not add extra sound effects. No. It's the original sound. I mean, you know, the peop these people go on the Shout Factory message board and they keep complaining all the time. Oh, well, why didn't you fix this part and that part? And the guy that, that, that was the producer of it is like, it's like, look, we didn't have the animation. For what you want us to fix... It would have to be redrawn. Yeah, What's yeah. wrong with no, you? it's fine. Yeah, don't don't fix anything. It's Damn. fine. I want the original. Like, if there was a mistake, Please. leave it. Yeah. But so. yeah, they had um, like the original drawings of the model sheets. They had uh, the PSAs. Like, yeah, some little featurettes and like the like the story oh. about how they brought the toys from Japan over to America. That was yeah. kind of interesting. So it was cool stuff. There's these two guys who built these gigantic... They click on them. Tramp, they built these gigantic Megatron and Optimus Prime costumes. So wait, no, no, wait. The YouTube user is Azriel723. A-Z-R-A-E-L-723. They posted these like two and a half years ago. Wow. God, even Optimus Prime's a matrix. <clears throat> So how is he... They, they have a video of how they get into it. It's absurd. Was it two people in each costume? No, it's one person. They have to get in with a ladder. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at these things. Does it transform? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Some of them do. Yeah, I know. Those are absurd. Wow. Enormous. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They don't do much. Yeah, this so. is kind of a waste of time now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there it is. The guy is a gigantic thing. <laughs> Alright. This up. guy has a million views. Yeah. Just from that. Yeah, dude, Transformers uh, costume, you get a million views. Oh, so, what I was going to say was, uh, Rob got me the Ghostbusters Blu-ray. HD. Yes. 1080p. 1080p. Yeah. Well, because now on this new computer, you have a Blu-ray drive. Yeah. So we put it in there, and of course, for some reason, it's, it's it, it like runs for like five minutes, and then it like has to read from the disc or something. Yeah, it keeps, or yeah every once in a while, it keeps, it keeps stuttering Nonsense. and catching up with itself. But... Unless that was just a player, I don't know. But the picture looks very good. Yeah. It's very clear. I didn't notice any... Compression artifacts. I didn't notice any macro blocking. No, the movie looked very clear. I mean, that's pretty much yeah. the best it's going to look. Right. So, um... <clears throat> you could see all the little film grain yeah, now and here's everything. here's the problem that I have, though. See, the problem I have is I bought the... I've had the original DVD of the Ghostbusters. It's a package. It's Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and a couple of episodes of the animated series, which is now... On its own, you know, DVD set, which you can get. Yeah. Um, it doesn't tell you... Oh, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, it does have the, the ex Blu-ray exclusives. Well, the one thing we noticed was that 
the resolution and the compression, everything is so good, so high quality. You see all like the movie. Uh, you see the defects, the yeah, like the special effects shortcomings. I mean, we were skipping through it, and when you get to the end where they're battling Gozer at the top, this this there's this like portal above where Gozer comes out, and it's supposed to be like this crystalline kind of uh, structure. And what you see on the Blu-ray is that all it was was like a plastic sheet. Yeah. And you actually see that it's, oh, God, it's a it's crappy plastic sheet. Yeah, you can see it's, it's the, the HD is very revealing yeah. to these old special effects. Uh-huh. But it's it's kind of, in a way, I like that kind of stuff because it's like, it's like, oh, so that's how they did that. Yeah, but who wants to see that in a movie? Uh, you know, I'm a technical person. I like seeing those kind of things so anyway so the original thing came with that stuff and it came with this scrapbook mm. some other stuff i don't know but so my point is all right so you give me this this blu-ray here um but now what do i do because now i have this old dvd well, you have both yeah but here again with this triple and quadruple uh, dipping the, yeah the dipping so, so i had so i saw this report it was on some channel news channel so this report that said all the studios are upset because they're not making a lot of they're not making very many sales with Blu-ray discs. Now this is with old movies, obviously. When a well, new movie comes out, how many people have a player? Uh, a lot of them. That wasn't the point. So they're saying, "Well, people aren't buying the Blu-ray." So I said, "Well, aside from the player issue, that's that's something else." What I said was, and in fact, obviously, you need. HDTV, it's not worth it. You don't right. need a 1080p TV. It's no, no, 720, 1080, right. whatever. So, my here's my problem. What I say to these people is, look, you're you're putting out the Blu-ray disc. I, I like, for example, they did this with the Star Trek movies. Well, you're putting out the Blu-ray movies, and and in the case of the Star Trek movies, they redid a lot of the special features, new interviews, more. Right, right. So there's more stuff. You can fit a lot more stuff and obviously take up less space. Right. But my problem is, I went and spent, you know, $80 on the full 10 original, you know, the Star Trek movies, let's say. This on, gigantic On case, DVD. Regular DVD. So I went and did that, right? <laughs> so now what am I supposed to do? You expect me to go and drop another even more money because it's Blu-ray on this Garbage? No. Well, that's what they expect. Yes. Well, here I have a suggestion. Here, I'm not have... saying that's what they're going to do. I'm not. I'm not saying that's what you're right. going to do. Well, they're complaining, but they're I have... expecting that. Yeah. yeah of course. This is not. Expect... A, this is not really get rich quick. This is a. This is a suggestion for these idiots. I say, look, if you want us to buy buy Blu-ray, then you've got to take back the old DVDs and give <laughs> yeah. me credit for it. Wait a minute. Yes. That would be awesome. But let's let's look at history. Vinyl records. Everybody bought. You know, my parents bought Beatles records. It's different. Okay. Then the cassette tape comes out. But they were cheap. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay, so vinyl records. Then they bought the cassette tapes, the eight track tapes, then CDs. Ah, oh, better sound quality. We got to get the CDs. Yeah. Now they came out with the remastered CDs. I have spent thousands of dollars buying the same song over and over and over <laughs> and over insane. again. So the movie people expect, yeah, but at least the with the movie thing. you're getting st- new things, special features. You're buying right. these Beatles remastered. You're not getting anything different. 
I know. But what I'm saying is the movie people expect, they're like, well, people have been buying the same songs over again for the last 50 years. Why aren't people buying the same movies over again for the last 50 years? Well, I think what they underestimate is... Doesn't work that way. First of all, you're right. They're they're underestimating how many people have HDTV and Blu-ray. Definitely they're underestimating. Well, they're overestimating. Right. They're overestimating how many people have a Blu-ray player of some kind. They really are. Right. Because other than people who have a PlayStation 3, because the Wii and the Which Xbox... Which is like 25 million. Yeah, the, the, the Wii and the, play, and the Xbox 360 is not Blu-ray. Right. So other than the people who have PlayStation 3, how many people really have Blu-ray? I, I don't know that many people. I know people... Well, you're who, the only one I know. <laughs> and it's in, a, it's in my computer. And you've only had it for a couple... Yeah, and it's in your computer. And it doesn't work right. And it's not playing the movies correctly. Right. But there's not that many people that have the Blu-ray player. Compared you know, to DVD. It's right. not even close. It's like a, a very small no, percentage. It's just, it's just not even close. And to expect these people to buy it, it's, it's outrageous. You should give well, me credit. What about the people who bought HD DVD? Well, that's... Look, that's... So they bought the movie on VHS, they bought the movie on Laserdisc, DVD, yeah. then they bought HD DVD, and now it's like, oh, they don't make that anymore. Now now I have to buy the Blu-ray. Actually, no, but actually I think people that, that bought an HD, like, for example, I'm just going to pull one out of hand. If, let's say an HD movie that you bought that had come out was Superman Returns. I think they did do this with this. I don't know why anyone would have bought that in the first place. But yeah, it's... So that piece of garbage comes out on HD DVD and you buy it. Yeah. Right. And then the next day you instantly take it back for a refund. They were give they were giving uh coupons. Oh really? You didn't even have to give back the H D DVD. The Did, studio? Yeah, I guess more or less. I forget who was giving them, but you know, they were giving like ten dollars off the Blu ray or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I guess at least it's good that they even acknowledged the that people got screwed over. The other problem I have with the Blu ray is why is it that if a regular DVD is, for a movie, is, I don't know. $20. No. $15. Well, the, the new releases. All right, let's say it's $15. $15. Why is the Blu-ray $25, $30? Does the disc cost that much more? No. <laughs> I don't think so. There's no reason for it. It's outrageous. I agree. So, my my <clears> suggestion <throat> would be... Some kind of a refund for having these. Although, honestly, as I look at the, some of the DVDs I've had, I'd be better off selling them on eBay. Yeah, I get more money than they'd ever give me back for them. Yeah, I mean it's outrageous. It's well, totally outrageous. I have nothing to do with any of this because I still have a plain old regular TV yeah, with terrible. a plain old regular DVD player, and I'm fine. The picture looks good. The uh, sound you, is good. I'm fine. I'm telling you, you are missing out by not having the HD. Missing out. Uh, you know, I'm not one of these people that sits at home on the couch for like eight hours every night. Well, I don't sit there for eight no, hours. No, no, I know, I know. If I were, then I'd say, yeah, you know what? Well, uh, well, again, you have you have a... Well, how, what size is your monitor? 20, 20-inch 20, uh, widescreen computer monitor. And it's HD, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, 1050. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's good. I mean, it's HD, I, yeah. It's I was, HD. What I was going to say was what's on like Hulu, when in reality, what's on Hulu as HD is, is 480p. Well, it's like the Wii. It's 480p. It's <laughs> outrageous. It's ED. Really? Enhanced definition. No, it is. They consider that ED, not I don't, HD. Yeah, I don't know that they have anything that's in true. <clears throat> I don't know if they have anything in 720p. Hulu? Yeah. How could they? It's streaming. No. Netflix might, iTunes might. I know YouTube is supposed to come out with uh, 1080p videos, but they're not 1080p. I don't know what they are. They're not 1080p. Well, they haven't done it yet. No, but the YouTube HD is not even. I don't even have 720. No, no, it's not. But uh, well, it's a, it's HQ, high quality, <laughs> not high definition. No, some actually know, say HD. I know it's they're they're just YouTube is a disaster. I hate YouTube. I love it and I hate it. I love it because it's awesome, and I hate it because I could go to Vimeo, I could go to Mevio, I could go to all the like Hulu, mm. ABC.com. I stream videos, no problem. Yeah, they, but, they load like that. Yeah, but those are. I go to YouTube. I I click on a video. It's like the little well, bar is moving like a millimeter a minute. I'm like, load the stupid. Why is YouTube? Why are these YouTube videos taking ten minutes to because, load a two minute video? I hate that because YouTube has I hate it millions of videos that they're dealing with. Hulu doesn't do that. I know, and but I I purposely YouTube. upgraded my internet connection to the fastest. I have 22 megabits per second, and these stupid 90-second YouTube videos take 10 minutes to load. I hate that. Well, there's no reason for doing that. Hate it. Well. Well, I, I wanted the faster it. upload speed, too. Well, that's the other thing, you know. I'm, I use these BitTorrents. Yeah. And what's really annoying me is I wind up uploading twice as much as I'm downloading. What is that? Oh! We didn't pick a lame idiot. Oh, yeah. I forgot. The lame idiot of 2009, Michael Bay. <laughs> no. Michael Jackson. He's dead. He's already been the lame idiot. He can't be a lame Billy idiot. Billy Mays. He's, no, come on. I don't know. Stupid. Who's uh, Kevin Federline? I don't know. <laughs> no. Tom Cruise? Who, who would be the lame, <clears throat> lame idiot? I don't know. <laughs> Sarah Palin. She could be a lame idiot for writing that idiotic book. She's a lame idiot. Oh, here's another movie I saw. I saw it on DVD. The Hangover. Yeah, that was supposed to be funny. Yeah, it was funny. That was a funny movie. Oh, God, Sammy Sosa. He's pretty lame. Yeah, he's uh, Sammy Sosa. He's a, he's a contender. Oh, did you get that email that I forwarded to you? From the Beatles lookalike? No. He wrote into the Plunge Stevenson show. That was years ago. He just found it now. Oh. He was one of the guy. He was the George Harrison guy. When in the did picture. you send an email today? Oh, I didn't read it today. I was out. Yeah, this morning. All right, so I've narrowed it down. Wait, I'm gonna see the email. Hold on. No, all right, but while you do that, I've narrowed it down to Sammy Sosa or Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh, Tiger Woods is had a pretty stupid year, even though it's the last month. So. Oh. Oh, this high punch. Just happened to find some of my uh, some pictures of myself with a few mates on your site. My name is Glenn Nowler or George Harrison, if you prefer. Very, uh, very honored you liked the earlier picks. And yeah, you're right about uh, John Vinnie Harmon. 
Not a good look-alike. That was the fat guy. That was John <laughs> Lennon. But a damn good sound-alike, okay? I right. didn't hear him. Uh, second, let's put a name to the faces and a bit of background. Ringo in all picks is Max Frud, a regular at Liverpool's Matthew Street Festival. And more like Ringo than Ringo, okay? <laughs> Paul in all the pictures that we had, at least, was Neil Tudor, another uh, Liverpoodlian. Pudlian. Whatever. Um... Musician has actually doubled for the real Sir Paul on several occasions. Okay. Really? John in the new pictures is Paul Williams, also a musician. And then George, uh, that's me, Glenn Nowler. And guess what? Yep, also a musician and tribute. Currently uh, rehearsing new lineup for 2010, but have a track on my MySpace. Also, some links to Vidge. Just Google. Well, he can give us his MySpace. And then no. what is this stuff? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, that looks like Drew. I don't know who that's. What about the top one? I guess that's his new John Lennon. Oh. All right. And there's a picture that's of good. him as George Harrison. This guy looks just like him. It's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, that guy looks more like John Lennon than the other guy. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. This is another John Lennon then. A new one, yeah. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> Ringo. looks just like this. I wow. guess they're in a band. I don't know. Or is that the real Ringo? No, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. The weight of the world. All right, all right. So that's that's great. We actually got a we got a fake beetle to email us. Wow, that's as close as we're gonna get. Email the porn show. Yeah, well, <laughs> George Harrison, Ringo Starr. You're gonna get his peace, peace and love. Peace and we love got the, and the fake George Harrison. Fake George. Should Harrison. get him on the show. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> fake George Harrison. We should get all of them. Yes. At the same time. They should go. When are they coming to you? That's what I would ask. Uh, what's his name? Glenn. I would. Now. When are you coming to the States? Uh-huh. Well, if, if they, they do. the United States. If they come to the United States, they have to come to New Jersey. Well, New the York. Ex- the exclusive interview. They come to New York. The exclusive. Or we just get a picture. Or, well. Hey, we're a picture of us with the Beatles. Yeah, that would be cool. What was I just looking up? Oh, the lame idiot. Yeah. Tiger Woods. Hmm. There's no one else. He's an idiot. A complete idiot. He has he has been an idiot this year. I'm gonna say Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods? Well. Or Michael Jackson. Yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> I don't, he's an idiot. <laughs> no, that's ignorant. Yeah, I died. I've only had two nose jobs. Where's oh, Macaulay there's Culkin? been some uh, celebrity deaths. I, George I Michael? No, not that George Michael. I wanted to talk about... I, there's been other people that died. I don't really care about the other people. I was just going to well, talk about George Michael. Brittany Murphy. Yeah, who cares? Well, because she was young. I, mean, I don't care, but, but we she don't, was young. Here's my new rule about celebrity deaths. We are not mentioning every freaking stupid person. Only the people I care about. I know, but a listener might not have known. Tough. Tough. I know. If you're getting your news from the Paul Stevenson show. George Michael is this guy that hosted this program called the George Michael Sports Machine. Yeah. From like the 80s through whatever. Was he played by Michael Sarah? No. Um, he was, uh, so he was this old guy and he would do this like half hour sports wrap up show. And. What channel? <laughs> It was, I think it was on NBC4 around us. It was syndicated, basically. Oh. It was on at, like, Sunday nights at, like, midnight. I've never heard of it. So I would say, I said to these people, the Digipress Forum, they were talking about it, and I said, you know, 
I understand that in the early 80s, mid-80s, he was popular because, like, very few other people did this. But I'm like, I grew up with ESPN Sports Center for, like, 25 years now that I've watched that, or 20 years or whatever. I I would watch Sports Center and then... What, what? And then this idiot would come on at midnight? I'm like, I'm going to watch this guy? No. Turn on Cheers or something. Yeah. I'm going to watch this guy saying the exact same thing as before. <laughs> and it was nasty. Like, like, like berate all the people. What is this guy doing? Some old idiot. Well, he's dead now. He's dead. So he's he's not he didn't live to see the Jets win their first Super Bowl in forty years, uh, which could happen. They ain't gonna win. Come on, you never know. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so um, Tiger Woods, lame idiot, I guess. Tiger Woods, idiot. I can't believe I'm the lame idiot of the year. You're an idiot. Shut up. Shockwave, yeah. <laughs> mighty Megatron, oh, oh, help me. <laughs>